have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Gas South Convention Center, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank, member FDIC. And we are here at Gwinnett Business Radio, the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio. Mike Salmon alongside Harper LaBelle. We decided to give Steve and Julian the day off. He worked very hard Saturday night at the uh, Gwinnett Stripers game, so we'll give him the day off. I thought his wife was working. He wasn't working. He was working, too. Uh, he was on duty. You're he right. was working, too. We got a fun show today, a very special show. We're going to talk about Proof of the Pudding. They are a longtime catering company. They do great work. They are based, well, they're not. They're based in Atlanta, but they also serve the uh, Gas South District campus in the arena, so we'll talk about that. And they even brought us some treats already, which you've you already broken into already, Harper. It's part of what I do, Mike. I'm good at eating. I'm uh, good at looking at food and then seeing it uh, uh, go go down the throat. It's they, good. They, it, it's uh, we got some cookies and some strawberries, and you didn't take the cellophane, cellophane off of it. Shame on you. I thought we were going to wait. Till, I thought we were going to wait till after the show before we broke into it. Well, though. I know you can't chew gum on the show, so if you hear me chewing a chocolate chip cookie, that's uh, that, that's okay. We are joined by a couple of the uh, the chefs with proof of the pudding. So this is going to be a lot of fun. We're joined by Howard Garnell. Howard is the senior executive chef. Did I get that right, Howard? Yes, sir. And help me help me with this one. Vaughn. Vaughn. Vaughn Nielsen is the uh, founding executive chef, and he's got quite the history we have found. Yeah. So, uh, Vaughn, welcome to the show. Howard, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Proof of the Pudding, you're a national catering and sports and entertainment company that's been based in Atlanta for over 40 years. Uh, You craft culinary excellence while providing exceptional service. If you come to any event here at the Gas South District, uh, you go to the arena to enjoy a concert or a sporting event. You're enjoying proof of the pudding food when you're there. You guys have a lot of other places around Atlanta where you serve as well. What are some of the other venues? You want to go, Howard, or you want me to go? Well, uh, well you can start. I mean, because there's so many. So many. Yeah, so why don't you take a couple of them and I'll take the rest of them. Well, uh, <laughs> well, there's a Carter Center. where That was actually our first. Oh, that was, I was supposed to go for the Carter Center. Oh, uh, that was the see? first contract <laughs> that proof landed, okay? Okay. And we are so proud of that, and we are still there. But uh, well, well, we, what was that like, experience? Uh, how, did you, how did you get it? You know, we went to the start of the business, and here's what we've got. I, I tell Who's you, interested? It, it, very interesting. I, I remember that we got a call from the Carter Center uh, that they were looking for a food service provider. So the owner of Proof at that time uh, was called over to the Carter Center and meet with President Carter. And uh, President Carter, you know, he had all these ideas. And, you know, at that time, Proof was literally nothing but a little takeout and deli shop on the corner of 10th Street and Piedmont. And, I mean, President Carter wanted Proof to invest into this and do this. And there was really no money in the bank there. So uh, Kay, who owned the Proof at that time, said, uh, President Carter, we cannot do all this stuff. And we can only be here for so short time and see if it's really going to work for us. And if any expense we may have, you have to cover that. And he agreed, but in return, we had to agree to serve hot dogs, and we did that. 
So that's how we started. But we did start it over there. That was our first contract. And to this date, we are still there. And I will say one thing. It has been a, an amazing uh, opportunity to be there uh, and, and be, be part of all that amazing stuff that goes from there. I love listening to him speak because he sounds like what a chef should, should sound like, right? Yeah, pretty with the, much. With the accent. Yeah. The, um, the European flavor, obviously, uh, Vaughn, let tell everybody you're from Denmark, right? And you got here when? When did you move to the United States? I came here in 1975. To Atlanta? To Atlanta, yeah. What brought you to Atlanta, George, Oh, my goodness, that's a long story. Yeah. I had no idea where I was coming first. Most people go to New York or L.A. No, or I'm, Chicago, I'm gonna, and you I'm gonna, choose I'm Atlanta. Tell, I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I got an opportunity to come over here and work in a Danish-inspired restaurant that was built by John Portman called The Midnight Sun. And in order to keep it Danish-inspired, he will bring over Danish chefs and Danish waiters. So I got that opportunity. At that time, I had a girlfriend in Denmark. She's also in the industry. Lotte is her name. So I come home to Lotte and say, hey, Lotte, I got an opportunity to go to Atlanta. You want to join me? So she said, where is it, Vaughn? I said, I don't know, but let me look at my map, right? So I, I literally take my school map, right? And I, I, I think I can see Atlanta on this big, little tiny map. And I run a finger from what I think is Atlanta across the Atlantic Ocean. And I end up down in the middle of Africa, at that time, a town called Casablanca. So I go back to Lotte and say, Lotte, we can go to Atlanta. It's always hot there. And it's by the water. So we arrived here on February the 26th, 1975, two days after the worst ice storm Atlanta ever had. Oh, boy. Okay. Get out of the flight. <laughs> and Lord is saying, okay. So she said, where's the beach? Five hours from here. Yeah. I am telling you, I was not a... I was, I so was you a, weren't... Point, you, you, you didn't find Atlanta on the map. You were looking at what, had, some I'm, other city somewhere. I had no idea where we were okay. going. But that's where I'm from, yes. And you stayed. I stayed, yeah. What, what made you stay? What was it about uh, Two things. Georgia? Two things. Well, there was a lot of things. But the, actually, for a while, we had decided to go back. We changed our mind for two things. We could not sell the Ford Granada for what we had paid for it. And we thought it was a nice American car. And then the weather was so nice, you know. And we would not want to go back to Denmark where it was cold and rainy. So we decided to stay. So the weather and the car. The weather and the car. <laughs> so the, red, the red Ford Granada. <laughs> so how are top that? <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Yeah, no. <laughs> I could just sit here and listen to Vaughn talk all day. <laughs> now, where where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from Texas. Okay, and and, and t- talk about your your culinary background. Uh, well, I actually started out in the restaurant field. Um, I worked in them. I owned them. I did everything, soup to nuts. Um, actually, had a restaurant in the Caymans for about four years. And that was a lot of fun. And you left? I, well, you I kind of had to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's another story. Different life. Yeah. But here I am now. We're not going down we, that road. We have, well, we could, Mike. We could go down that story. Uh, but if it ends up with the law uh, and the sheriff in town, uh, then we don't want to do that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how long have you been with, been, been with Proof? I've been with Proof almost eight years. Okay. Yeah, I actually started at the Carter Center with Vaughn. And, uh, you know, we just danced our way all the way through everything. And, and we're still dancing. Together. We're still dancing. We're still yeah. dancing. Yeah. Dancing without music. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. We could talk about you guys personally for a long time. You both have some great stories. But let's talk about the catering and specifically the food and, and, the, and what's offered here at the Gas South District. Why would you say, and I know you guys believe this, your catering is better than any other convention place you can go to? Well, I think it's because we're vested in what, what we're doing. The company itself is food forward. And the only way you build a relationship is by creating that bond. 
Um, we take a lot of pride in what we do. Um, you know, we, we, we do old school techniques where a lot of convention centers cut corners, rip bags, drop it in, everything's cooked. We actually take the time to fabricate your meal, you know, and, and each experience is, is um, thought, thought of. So it's not just like a number. We're not just filling orders. We're crafting your, your meals for you. It doesn't matter whether it's a hot dog or it's a, you know, a, a four-course plated meal. I think that actually, it comes through in the food. You know, when you pick the phone up and somebody's smiling on the other side of the phone, you can feel that. Yeah. That's kind of what we do with food. I mean, in my office, I have on the wall, I have one word written, and I think that's what it's all about also. It's called passion. I feel that we have, regardless of what, whether it's in the kitchen, on the service side, or wherever it is, everyone who works for Proof has passion, and we have a lot of passion for what we do, which has a direct impact on the type of service we provide and the whole customer experience. What kind of facilities, what kind of staff do you have here on site? Well, uh, we have a great staff. Uh, we have a long-tenured staff. Some of the people upstairs have been with Proof for over 20 years. That's rare in your industry, isn't it? It's extremely rare. Um, I think it's really all about the leadership, the senior leadership and their vision and, and how they um, really vest themselves in their, in their team. Um, and you don't find that at, at really anywhere. And that's what kind of separates Proof from um, most other companies, I would say. And I also think that what Proof is able to do is an amazing training ground for staff because of what we do. And so it's an opportunity for our staff to advance in the industry. And we are so lucky that we have the ability to, because of Proof is growing the way it is, to promote people into other opportunities. So so we manage to, let's call it for better terms, hang on to our staff, which I think is a very special thing. We also share staff. So... Um, instead of creating a, a huge staff upstairs, we have a good core, and then when our business grows, we, we share staff with other proof outlets here. I think there's, a, what, 15 kitchens in, in the Atlanta area or so that, that we have people working at. Um, so that's kind of like a philosophy so that everybody can kind of see what everybody else is doing. Um, so everybody can grow. You can pick up from, from, from some good habits here. You can see what you can improve on in your own situation there, you know. Um. How important is your business model for listening? For example, let's say, and I'm not doing this, but let's say you want more powdered sugar on the cookies or there's something's too salty. If somebody complains or says that it's not right and they say that to one of the servers, does that get back to the kitchen to where you go, well, maybe they're right? Well, you know, some people may no, there's exactly the right amount of salt or powdered sugar, but your ability to listen to the people that are actually eating the food, I, I would imagine that's critical, isn't it? We, we always use some terms, we're only as good as our last meal, you okay. know? And I, I, we rely so much on feedback from our customers, but for everybody, I mean, you, you really... This is not a, a one one opinion of one person uh, thing. This is yeah. feedback and listen is so important. And I think uh, we think it's probably we are in an industry that constantly change, and people's taste habits change. So it's important to be able to listen to what yeah. really. And we're not cooking for ourselves. We're cooking for you. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm not listening to you, then. You know, you should find somebody else to cook. Or if you have a tropical theme, let's say, yeah. it's something, well, we're going to put some mangoes in or some kiwi yeah, or just yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Always being able to hear yeah. what might be a really good idea and your ability to pretty much on the spot change 
what your menu would be to yeah. accommodate that, right? So to listen to what they have to say and to take that and to give it back to them like it was their idea and um, to make their uh, experience uh, more special. You know, when I when they when people are talking and we're doing a tasting or whatnot, uh, I'd ask them, well, "What's your favorite thing?" Mm. And it could be grandma's cauliflower casserole. And you know, I'll look it up and I'll call grandma and I'll say, "Hey, how did you do it?" <laughs> you know, if she's still here, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just take that and we'll run with that. I think it says something that you guys are, you know, at, at your level of, <laughs> of being chefs, that you could work at any. Amazing restaurant in Atlanta, and Atlanta is known for its international restaurants. But you choose to be with Proof of the Pudding. It says a lot about the company. I do want to mention here at the Gas South District with the renovations that have just been completed. We've got a beautiful new food court, literally on the other side of the wall from our studio here. Talk about the food court and what it offers, and what that brings to people that are attending events here. Well, the food court is a, a unique spin on food service for a convention center. Uh, most places have uh, just like a walk-up concession stand where you can get um, a burger that was cooked 10 hours ago, wrapped up, and that's what you get, you know. And what we wanted to do was to actually craft the meals for you in the hall. We have a, a beautiful brick oven pizza um, that we opened up the first week and we opened You have up. a brick oven pizza, a, what'd you call it? A brick oven pizza oven. A brick oven pizza oven. Yeah, you didn't. You left out the second oven. Yes. I'm going to order the brick oven pizza, please. You have a brick oven pizza. Brick oven pizza. We had oven. the we had the uh, uh, Caesar. Sa- I had the Caesar salad the pizza. Caesar, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that was so. I, cool, huh? I yeah. The the server. I asked her. I said, "What do you What do you recommend?" She goes, "You're not going to believe how good that Caesar salad pizza is." Right. In a brick oven. Yeah, and I'm thinking, you're yeah. burning something. Okay, yeah. I'll try it, though. It was absolutely fantastic. Thanks. I mean, Thanks. just the idea behind yeah. that doesn't make any sense at all. 60 seconds you, it takes. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. 700 degrees. The actual uh, platform rotates. So you put the pizza in, and when it comes back out, it's done. Hand-rolled pizza. Yep. Um, handmade dough. Handmade, yep. We actually did an event at the tr- racetrack in Brazelton, which is also in this region, and we did it with Ferrari, and all Ferrari wanted me to do was make pizza. And I thought oh, that was a great compliment. I mean, they, they're, they're, they think I'm from Napoli or something. <laughs> Is that the event? Because I was told to ask you about something where you actually had to cook 700 pizzas in four hours. Four, about four and a half was hours. It that, was it no, it was actually uh, the, the first weekend we opened up. Uh, I think Lego and the fly fishing thing was here, and there's 15,000 people in the building. And actually, the regional uh, vice president and I were working the pizza oven that day. <laughs> and the dough was going from the mixer to the oven, and we just couldn't keep up. And it was just unbelievable. I mean, we, we were only doing two, two types of pizzas, so that kind of gave us a little bit of a break. But it still was, it was a lot. That sounds like <laughs> I took I, the next three days off. It sounds like the I Love Lucy episode. Yeah. Where she's the chocolate, <laughs> picking the them up belt. and moving yeah. around. Man, yeah. you, you didn't have time yeah. to breathe, let no. alone anything no. else for four hours. Yeah. But a testament to the growth of what you're able to do and your ability to kind of change on the fly. And then, hey, Ferrari's happy. And then the fishermen are happy. And now we've got business growing. Yeah, yeah. Only on Gwinnett Business Radio, though, do you find out this type of information, something you're going to learn today, Harper. This oven apparently has a name. It does. Don't ask me what it is. I know it's on the paper. (laughs) The umlaut? Is it the umlaut oven? What is it? (laughs) <laughs> it's right there at the bottom. I'll let you. I'll let you read it. Here you go, Bob. 
Oh. It's just your handwriting. Uh, you provided, mine, okay? you provide me the, the, the yeah. question I, and you don't know the I answer? Sure now you understand. This is actually Daryl. Um, it uh, means eat well. What, what, what is the name? Uh, the Magni Benny. The Magni Benny is Be- the name Mag- of the uh, pizza oven, yes. So is that Latin for... Uh, it's uh, Italian. Italian. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's actually yeah. flown in. Manja. Yeah. yeah. Little well, man like Giuseppe put it together. There you go. How about that? <laughs> so uh, uh, politically correct here is, uh, you know, your uh, your ovens, we hope that they get to stick around. Uh, and, and Because I would think that the uniqueness of a brick oven mm-hmm. is another thing that you just add to and we do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little extra. You're not doing yeah. it in the regular Pizza Hut oven. No offense to anybody, but just we're, we're doing things that are unique. That no offense different. to Pizza Hut, by the way. Well, no, it's just a, it, they, they, have, they have a different oven. They, Perspective they, sponsor. They, they have a... Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore, thanks to me. <laughs> Papa John's, come on in. <laughs> it's wide open for you. But but your uniqueness obviously mm-hmm. adds to your ability to say, oh, yeah. and here's what else we can do. Yeah, I mean we do a cowboy pizza that's got potato chips on it. It's delicious, Red River sauce and smoked brisket, smoked cheddar. <laughs> it's a lunchtime yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> beginning to salivate. Little Homer Simpson here. You, you almost made a major faux pas by coming to a, onto a radio show and not bringing some of the delicacies of food. But so how? Why did I take you upstairs? Where is the food? Exactly. Where is the beef? Where is the beef? Oh, the beef? You see, you see yeah. what they're doing right now? They're playing. They're playing good cop, bad cop. <laughs> yeah, they are. Where is the beef? We had but to let them cool down. Candace so from Proof of the Pudding saved saved your she fannies. Sure she brought us some cookies. But I tell you what, we're going to do instead. I'm going to invite you down to a culinary progressive dinner experience at Proof of the Pudding's headquarters one day. So you do that? Is that part of like oh, a yeah. tour? That's that part of what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah beautiful yeah. facility. Yeah. Beautiful. So, so someone like me who has learned to appreciate... Now, when I was younger, I could burn water. But now, I kind of look at things a little bit differently. When I went to college, I got hungry. And I started to eat <laughs> things that I would never have eaten when I was at home, like onions and broccoli and other stuff. But now, I really... I, I don't necessarily like the shows for the drama... But I like the shows for the ingenuity. How did you put those four ingredients together and come up with that? That is amazing. And you do this all the time. So tell us a little bit about, he, about the school he, and, and, and the, the dinner, you said? Is, is yeah, that what you well, call it? Yeah, but I think... I think Part of what proof do is also we have we're not a restaurant, right? Where you go in, you have a menu, and basically, you know, you go to work every day. It's the same ingredients you're serving, the same idea. Of course, you change the menu with some specials, but proof is constantly changing based on where we are, yeah. whether we are here at the convention center, or whether we're in a football stadium, or we're serving a meal for 500 people at so a PGA event. At a PGA, so it's always new ideas, and that makes it actually very exciting to work in the proof world and i call it the proof world today because we are all over basically uh, and we do so many different things so that makes it exciting and and and, like there's not two days that's the same and that's that's don't you think that's why man i'm it's really don't you good think for that, ADD. But don't you think that's what we have a lot of, I mean, that, that's what I like. Squirrel. Always enjoyed that. So and proof of the pudding, you came in 75. Was it already in existence then? No. no when no, did no. proof start? No, it was. It was baby, right? No, no, no. I think proof is around 44, four, 45 years old yeah, today. Something 40 like years that. old. Yeah. And it started on the corner of 10th Street and Piedmont, not too far from here. Well, a little, little far, down the street, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it was a little story. takeout and deli <laughs> shop. And it was tailored after the Dean and the Lucas concept up in New York. 
And Dean and DeLucas actually came down in the beginning, and they were kind of helping us make sure everything was on the right shelf and all that stuff. But it was it was how it started. But what I found in, when I joined Proof at that time, we was having uh, like to-go meals. You can come in and buy a chicken. You could get uh, pickled asparagus. You could get a, f- a homemade croissant. And today we don't think about that. But back then, you could not get that in Atlanta. Right. There was nothing like sun-dried tomatoes, and and you could not go and get a meal to to bring home and cook. So we did that, and that's how we started. And then the Carter Center, they found out about you. And, they and found then, out. What's, what's the growth like been since then? I mean, well, you then, mentioned... And then Carter Center, and then, believe it or not, here. That's when in Gwinnett? This, yeah, that was the first uh, con- convention or co- content, uh, that proof really had. And uh, I remember back then, that was when Satellite Boulevard ended here. And I remember coming up here doing construction of the first little piece, you know. And, and it was funny. I remember everybody said, it's all the way up there. What, what, what is this all about? It yeah. was just like the end of the world. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so we came up here, and it was just a little tiny convention center with a little tiny ballroom, and we just went to work. And, and when I think back in the beginning, it, it really was all about building these relationships here locally with local businesses and whatever it takes to build a business. And I think we've we, we, we done a great job of being involved and just stay on top of all these things that happens in the community. And that's also how we have been able to grow in this area, like we do the Beaufort... Uh, well, didn't Auburn coming at, come out of here? A relationship upstairs in the suite? It could have come yeah, from yeah, here, yeah. A, somebody but, was eating in the suite, they loved their food, all of a sudden yeah. we're in the college. Yeah, in the college, yeah. Auburn. Yeah. We, yes, I would say probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but, but I'll to, I'll to give an idea... I'll have yeah. proof historians. But, but we ended up doing a golf, our first golf tournament out of here, the uh, Bell South Classic, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, Bell South Classic. Yeah, yeah. From uh, that, at Sugarloaf? Yeah, yeah, and that came another one, and that, another one, and that became the foundation for where proof is today with being part of the PGA Tour from... The East Coast to the West Coast, you know? I find that fascinating. Yeah. And that goes back to your listening point. Because we would do these things and we'd recap and be like, well, we want warm cookies. So we're going to make warm cookies for you next time because we're going to listen to you. You listen. Yeah, and that's yeah. what you'd want to see. It's like the brown M&Ms. i tell you one quick thing about that listen. In order to get one of these many contracts, there had to be grill marks on the hot dogs. So yeah. We said yes. Yeah. We had no idea 7, that for every game dogs. we had to grill <laughs> 7,000 hot dogs. And we grilled 7,000 hot dogs yeah. and we still put the grill marks on yeah. because that's what you wanted yeah. and that's what we are delivering. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Steve and Julian, eat your heart out right now. Of all shows for him to miss, yeah. talking about food because he loves food. Uh, we're talking with Chefs Nielsen and Chefs, uh, Chef Garnell with Proof of the Pudding uh, here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Real quick, Harper, let's get in a, a sponsor before I've got my in honor of Stephen, he always asks one dumb question. So I got my dumb question after we talk about. Should we do that? Yeah, after we talk about Subaru. Well, Vaughn talked about passion. Uh, Subaru of Gwinnett has a great passion for you. Uh, you can enjoy the big savings and hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people will help you get into your next vehicle. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com. Join their family today. You can come on in and see the difference. They are at 2950 Satellite Boulevard, just down the street. Their lot is so much bigger than it was in 1975 when we first started. But uh, the Impreza, the Legacy, the Forester, and of course the Outback. They're all at a price that you can afford. And whether you're looking for a new or previously owned vehicle, visit SubaruofGwinnett.com. I just ate one of your chocolate chip cookies. It was so soft and fresh. I did not think it was going to be so fresh. 
Hey, did is you just th- make these this morning or something? Uh, we have an easy bake oven upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> With the light bulb. I love that. 100 light bulb still keeps it warm for you, Mike. Here, here's my dumb question in honor of Steven. Uh, my wife, she loves the Food Network. She watches all those cooking shows, all those baking shows. Do professional chefs like yourself watch those shows? Yeah. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Why not? You never know what you're going to pick up. Because it's like us, if we watch a show and it's about broadcasting or TV, uh, uh-huh. we're sitting there the whole time going, that's not real life. That's not really how it is. Well, that, that's we're, true. We're, we're, that's we're very true. critical. Yeah, that's true. I but would think you'd be watching it going, no, 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 don't put that in there. Yeah, exactly. Or don't do the sausage again. You failed last time, and you did it, and you got knocked out. Barbie the ability, that, the part that I kind of do like, I don't need the drama and this mm. guy doesn't like that guy and the, you know, with the stopwatch and you have to have it done. But the idea where you have to explain what it is that you put, why did you put garlic in there? And why did, or why didn't you put lemon? Yeah. You know what I mean? And the, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's certain ideas that I would never have thought of before, but even sometimes the judges will go, oh, that, that, that's a good job. That, that's original and we like it. You're still going to lose, but we like what you're doing. And I imagine that every now and then you can come up with an interesting idea. Gosh, we haven't really thought of that before. That might work. Yeah, very true, very true. I mean, our, our, the way we learn today is definitely true, whether it's a food show, but I, I don't watch that many of them. I will share that with you, Howard. I'm not a big fan. Well, I just of them. do it on Netflix. So yeah, I but I'm not a big fan. Well, Howard of them. wants to be a judge secretly. I guess Val, you said never mind. I, 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 I just want to be the producer and make some money on this. I, well, yeah, and have some fun. Yeah. Well, you and Harper have a mutual friend. I'm changing the subject a little bit. Talk about well, that. Well, in case you couldn't tell, Vaughn, you are from Denmark, right, I, with that I, accent. I am, and I will share this with you since we are talking about food. When you really. There is more Michelin-style restaurants in Atlanta, no, in uh, Copenhagen, than any any other city in the world, based on how little the city is. So I'm very proud of that. Are I think, you really? I think we yeah. need a Business Radio X trip to Copenhagen. Yeah. So yeah. what's the what's the favorite meal in Copenhagen? What what do uh, what what like a burger here? What is the uh, equivalent in Copenhagen? What 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 I, what I th- it's really interesting. The Nordic cuisine is a whole new style of cooking, you know, uh, where it is true to the products. So it's served uh, really cold, is what you're telling me. Nordic, n- Nordic food is cold. Come on. Not necessarily. Okay. Right, not right. necessarily. No, I'm but, teasing. But it's, it's easy, easy, but it's, it, I call it honest food, but really simplicity and, and, and really just done very well. And, uh, but it is interesting how many of these great restaurants. Yes, I am from Denmark, Copenhagen. Yeah. And so I want you to talk about your mutual friend while I eat this chocolate chip You're going to have the cookie. Yeah. Don't, don't chew while we're on yeah, that. Well, I got to play with uh, Morton for, Anderson. Former for Atlanta years, Falcon, of course, Harper LaBelle. In the Hall of Fame. And, of course, Morton is considered, uh, I used the quote earlier with you, the Great Dane. But there's a lot of great Danish people out there. Morton's not the only one, so he needs to back off a little bit, doesn't he? Uh, just a little, if he yeah. say he's the Great Dane, he needs to be careful, okay? Because there's many Great Danes. Well, he'll say, well, hey, call I'm, me the Great Dane. I, I, I'm one of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about it. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Vaughn is the well, Danish hammer. <laughs> yeah, Morton, yeah. I like that. And I mean, That's I'm going to say one thing. I think what he have done for American football, he have really raised the awareness in a country like Denmark <coughs> about it, you know? And that's a well, oddly enough, he was the voice for Danish television on the you know for the on the Super Bowl broadcast that yeah, they would yeah. have uh-huh. the one that he did from the Superdome. He, he he was in a booth that was so high up near the roof of that building. He was so far away from the action. He goes, "I I should have continued playing because I would have been much closer to the field than I am <laughs> trying to broadcast this in Danish uh-huh. uh, for the for the local television out yeah, there." Yeah. Do a lot of, and I know he do a lot of great uh, golf right now. He's a big golfer. 
He says he's a big golfer. Yeah. He plays a lot. Let's yeah. just put it that way. That's he's funny. not the great Dan on the golf course. But, no, he's gotten better. And, and, and as a Hall <laughs> no, of Famer, I, he me. wears that yellow jacket all the time. He wears it everywhere he goes. Okay. Right? Because he can. Right? Yeah. And, and, and he and gets he to should. play golf and have a fantastic yeah. time yeah. and then yeah. eat, eat some food. Yeah. You know how Morton recognizes Harper? Harper, of course, was the long snapper for many, many years. So, so Harper will walk up to, to if I go to pick up a piece of trash, you'll go, "Oh, hey, Harp, how he are you?" He walks up to Morton, says, "Hey, hey, hey, Morton, how you doing?" And Morton's like, "Who are you?" Who are you? Harper will turn around and bend over. Oh, hey, Harper, how you doing? Good to see you. Yeah. Gained a few pounds there. Yeah, that's, uh, sorry. All right, no. That, that makes you blood. Yeah, back, we, back to business. We'll here, take Mike. that out of the show. Uh, proof of the pudding. Long-time company. We have two of the top chefs right here. The food is delicious. We, we, with the food court here now, we've gained weight because we eat all the time. We're eating the pizzas all the time. A lot of history. What's, what's next? Where does the company go? How, how do you see catering and, and food developing over the years? You know, look in the, the crystal ball. What can you tell us about your industry? It, it's it, it's, Boy, it's that, funny. I he was, asked the dumb question. No, now he asked the no. really smart one. But you know, it's funny because I was actually writing an email earlier this morning internally about something we are working on, and and I said we are in an industry that constantly changes. You know, and that's really what we do. And we had to understand that being in an industry like that also give you challenges on a day in and day out basis to to learn and always look around the corner what's the next big thing that goes on and i think i mean when we look at what we do and just think back a couple of years um, i think we will just continue on keep up with what goes on not just in our industry but around us yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we spend a lot of time being educated about where the industry is going new trend in the industry new ideas new ways to serve this new food trend so it, it's an ongoing thing now, as part of that a secret like I can't tell anybody that we're going to go with more lemon we're just going to do it you know what I mean there's, there's yeah. certain things that you just do that end up being really good and then Everybody else catches on and go, hey, watch out what Proof of the Pudding's doing. They're, they're, they've got it. Does that make sense? Well, to some extent, yeah. Let, okay. me give you, let me give you one good example. We have grown our sports and entertainment side of the business for one good reason, because we cook food from scratch, okay? Mm. We don't buy it in big bo- I mean, that's, that's what we do, and we stick to that. And, I mean, that's just one example of what we do and how we change certain things, at least in our world. But that has benefited Proof to gain contract because we believe in in that kind of cooking it's fresh yeah yeah and when i when i yeah probably the sports and entertainment uh part of our business is going to be the largest growth yeah yeah we just took over and when you say sports yes explain who are what clients are you talking about what type Uh, of clients f1 challenges uh racing concerts i think the first three events were concerts down there uh weezer and a couple other really large bands um, but this complex is something like 400 acres. It's huge. Um, yeah, and, and, and what I think we bring to the table is these experiences that you would almost get in a restaurant-type environment. You yeah. know? And we are not, I always say, we are not afraid to jump in the deep end of the pool. We just jump in there and we'll figure it out. You know? And you talk about adjusting as well because you know, 20 years ago, there was no such thing as gluten-free. I mean, you never yeah, heard that. Yeah, so so the, market's yeah. Al- yeah, the market's always changing and you have yeah. to adjust that way as well. Exactly. So... That, that's just what it but that's also what makes it fun. Yeah. I mean, that's not two days that's the same at work. I, I think we uh, 
Post-pandemic, we adjusted really well. We, as a company, we, we weathered the storm and we learned a lot. We learned a lot about ourselves, we learned about the community, and uh, we just used that as a platform for growth. I think our challenges down the road really is just gonna be about the people. You know, bringing the right people in that have the right passion, um, you know, and staying competitive with our, um, you know, our wages because, you know, you can go drive a truck for Amazon for $25 an hour. I assume you're always looking for people? Always. 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 That was my next question. I was going to follow up. If somebody wants to cook and they don't really know how, do you teach them from A to Z? Or do you have schools that uh, if somebody or if somebody has a degree from a culinary school, uh, what are you looking for in terms of uh, people that can help you and assist with what you're trying to accomplish? What, what we are working on, what we, what we really realize is going to be the new way is proof is an amazing training ground. So we have yeah. the ability to bring people in. Yeah, we and do we internships. Do yeah, yeah, we do that. We do internship. Uh, we work with any school that is out there and, and bring them in. I just, just hosted the a whole school of uh, high, high school yeah. kids uh, from a program like that. And it was not just about cooking, it was about business. Yeah. Uh, we taught, it, I mean, they came in, they were all on the culinary side, but I said, it's okay, you need to cook, but you also need to know how to do a P&L, you need to know how to do marketing. So I brought somebody from that different parts of our company to talk about that. So uh, so that's what we do, and that that's what we Saucepans and frying pans and yeah. turning the heat on. There's a cost to that. And yeah. how do you yeah. charge accordingly exactly. if you are going to yeah. run your own yeah. business? Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so we, we do that regularly and, and, and train. We also train internally constantly about things like that. So that's... That's well, you mentioned that your turnover is really slight, and that you have some employees that have been around for decades. So what do you think you guys are doing right that makes it different from maybe what other businesses are doing? I mean, you have a clientele. You have the ability for very unique markets, right? The F1 or the golf or here at the convention center. That obviously is a plus for many people. I think on the business side, when we make a promise, we stick to it. And we also we, we, we don't just turn our back to the project. I mean, we, we are in the project all the time. Yeah. Our, our leadership is constantly in and out of these facilities we operate face-to-face uh, -face with our clients. And I think that's very important. It's a very important uh, way to just really show our passion for the business, but also just stay connected and, yeah. and get feedback. What is it that we can change? We are, we are getting ready for the football season now. We have these ongoing meetings about what didn't work last year, what can we do better this year with our individual clients in these stadiums. And that's one thing we bring to the table. Do you have a whole afternoon meeting about chicken wings? We you just have talk, to have the uh, chicken wings. Every, every day we have chicken wings. Chicken wings. And By then, the way, just then, come upstairs. And, and then we have, we have also have a meeting about your <laughs> hot sauce, right? Yeah, my hot sauce, yeah. Pop I hot. mean, you should see his kitchen. He has these containers with brewing hot sauce. Yeah, right? fermenting. And what, is, what, is, what do you call it? Uh, pop hot, pop hot, pop hot, <laughs> pop, pop hot. It's that good. Yeah, yeah. you got your own name for you, it, and everyone yeah, else yeah, knows. It. Label, everyone yeah. knows it, but Vaughn, he he doesn't. You, you're uh, going to bring some down here. Bring some, yeah. yeah, yeah. some pop hot down. Vaughn Nielsen, Howard Garnell, chefs with Proof of the Pudding. The website is proofpudding.com. Proofpudding.com. Is there anything we're forgetting about? You mentioned the the one word on your wall was passion. You guys have shown it today for sure, for sure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Candace, for bringing in the cookies. <laughs> hey, we're here. Anytime you want to bring anything down. Oh, yeah, I see you. <laughs> you got it, Candace. You can sample anything once, and yes. then, then after that, it's completely different.
Thank um, you. Thanks, guys, for joining thank us you so, so much. much. Thanks for having, having us. us. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah, thank lot you of fun. very much. Thank you. And we will just uh, wrap up one more thing here, Harper. Well, we all know that keeping your business's financial future on track means having the right resources to support your growth. Regions Commercial Banking offers you the lending capabilities and strategical solutions tailored to your needs. And all you'll do is work with a team of experienced bankers. How about that? They'll all be there for you. Discover the steps to take that you can help your business to move closer to the goals that you'd like to achieve. Regions is here to help. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. That's regions.com forward slash commercial dot, or excuse me, slash uh, banking. Regions Bank member. FDIC. FDIC. And, and I left you a cookie for you and, and my producer, Dan Braverman. I think it has the uh, right amount of powdered sugar. We're going to sample it and uh, what can, we're going to get some feedback. What can you feedback. say about, because we just say, okay, it's a cookie. They're not gluten-free. Okay, they're not gluten-free. <laughs> Hey, one of the really seriously, uh, uh, I I'm, I've already ruined our relationship with Pizza Hut, but uh, Ben and Jerry, Ben had one of them had a, a, a coronary because he was eating the product. You guys take care of yourselves, right? You don't have to eat everything in order to know that it's good, right? It's all about the steps. It's the steps. <laughs> My wife take makes sure I take care of myself. I am. You on. don't take care of yourself on your well, own? Well, but she, she, she Lata, makes, is that her name? Nadia. Yes. She'll make sure Nadia. I'm party on her Weight Watchers program. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He just watches his weight Watch, on the scale. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> thank you again to our guest. Uh, thank you, Harper. Thank you, Dan, our producer. Thank you, Morton Anderson. Appreciate everybody. <laughs> Any fi- parting words, Harper? Uh, let's eat. Let's have some cookies. Uh, yeah. Steven, yeah. we'll be thinking of you as we munch on the cookies here. So for the entire crew, thanks for joining us here on Gwinnett Business Radio. We'll see you soon.